Welcome, everyone. My name is Alexander Long, and this is For the Amateurs podcast, where photographers around the world share their experiences and insight on how you can become a better photographer. I'm joined here today with photographer and social media influencer Samuel Elkins, who has over 700,000 followers on Instagram and has worked with top brands around the world. Thanks for joining me today, Sam. How's it going? Hey, good. How are you, man? I'm doing great. So to start off the podcast today, I kind of want to ask some like general questions. You started your photography back when you were 14, right? Just about, yes. I was roughly a freshman in high school when I kind of first piqued my interest, I would say. And that was kind of when I I was still playing a lot of basketball at the time. That kind of like dominated my life up until that point. Um, but then I really started to take interest once I got an iPhone, actually. Uh, that's kind of what started it all. It was like an iPhone 5 way back then. And once I started like taking pictures on that, I found it to be really fun. Um, and then essentially from there, I was doing a lot of like community service back in the day. So I applied for this summer internship uh, in the Seattle area. That's where I grew up. And essentially that like kind of gave me the reins of like, they gave me a camera for the summer. And that kind of took my interest in photography to a new level, I would say, because I got to take photos of like the kids I was working with this summer and that really piqued my interest. And then from there, kind of, it was over the next couple of years in high school, I took a lot of photography classes. My high school photography teacher was was awesome and he kind of just let me do my own thing a lot of the time, which was honestly really helpful because it just kind of allowed me to, to learn and be excited and, you know, just try a bunch of new things and see what I was interested in. And then kind of from there, I moved out right after high school as well uh, to Portland, Oregon. And then, you know, kind of through several other different places, which I'm sure we can get to in a bit. I ended up in L.A. and I've been here for, for the past two years, kind of building out my photo and video business. And yeah. Yeah, that, that's really cool because, uh, you know, I, I'm still kind of like a growing photographer, but to like have like a guy like you on Instagram and on uh, YouTube uh, putting content out there, it kind of like, you know, makes all of us amateurs want to like aspire to be you. It's very, very flattering. Honestly, I, I mean, I, I honestly don't really look at myself as anything other than just a normal human being. But I think honestly, the thing that I recommend a lot to people who work, who are my age, like kind of when I started out is like, there's no better time than now, you know, to, to get started with what you're doing and to, you know, there's no reason you have to wait until a certain point in your life to start enjoying what you're doing and, you know, to make, make a living out of something. And I think that you're going to see a big change in that over the next several years. You know, I think it was, it was pretty traditional just to, you know, finish high school, go to college. And then like, once that's done, you're like, you know, now it's okay to, you know, start working on your career. But I mean, you have so much free time and very little responsibility when, you know, you're, you're in your, your teenage years. So you might as well make use of it, you know? Yeah. You grew up in Washington, right? Yeah. So I grew up just outside of Seattle and that was kind of a, honestly, a playground in terms of photography, I would say. It's just really beautiful up there. And I just, kind of grew up always going to the mountains and, you know, obviously the ocean is there as well. It's very multidimensional and there's just a lot of, a lot of stuff to take photos of, which, which is always a great, a great time. And that's kind of, I think how I first started to mold my photography was just taking photos of pretty places and that just kind of what initially piqued my interest. And I think I'm very grateful that I, that I grew up there and also that I had the chance to kind of start my photography career out there just because it was just so, it was like very carefree, you know, like when I, when I first started, it was really just because I loved doing it. And I try to channel that energy a lot still 
with the stuff that I do now, just because I had, I was having so much fun back then, you know, not to say I'm not now, obviously, but <laughs> it was much more about just taking photos and having a good time and hanging out with friends versus now it's, you know, obviously I have to make money at it to, to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I just, when I think about that time and I think about living in Washington and obviously it was, it was a very, you know, kind of looking back now, it was, it was very enjoyable experience learning how to take photos while living up there because it's just, it is just such a, a pretty place. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's beautiful up there. You'd say you developed your style of editing from Washington and kind of like traced it back all the way to Los Angeles. Yeah, I think I've gone through many waves, honestly, of, of like the way that my, my art has looked, you know, photos, videos. I try to keep it all similar to a time period, you know, but I think I've definitely gone through different phases of how my stuff looks. Um, and I would say how my stuff looks now is completely different from when I lived there. It's even completely different from a couple of years ago. I think, you know, any good artist, you'd look back and, you know, not that you don't, enjoy or appreciate work that you've created in the past but it's always good to be progressing and you know trying out new things and new styles and for me i'm always just trying to refine specifically like how my how my uh my images look you know and how they feel and i feel like that's something you just learn over time and it's something that i'm still continuing to learn i have a long way to go and a long a long road ahead you know and it's that's that's completely okay it's more of just realizing that like things are probably going to change even more so than they are now. And mm-hmm. like, if you can be okay with that, then like, you know, some really, really beautiful things can happen. Yeah. I've been following some of your work for like the past two years, I think okay, roughly, cool. roughly around that time. And, uh, I see your kind of transition into like more of like a film look kind of thing. You do shoot film, right? Yeah. I, I shoot quite a bit of film. I think I, I really like, I love taking aspects of like how my images look coming out of a roll of film and then trying to somewhat replicate that in a digital sense as well. Um, but I would also say to you, I think if you've followed, like if you've seen my work over the last two years, that's about when I moved to LA. So I think my work has definitely changed a lot since moving here because it's it was, at the beginning, it was such an uncomfortable place to try to make stuff because it's a big city, obviously 20 million people live here. You know, you don't yeah. have a lot of, uh, a lot of, not a nature per se which is what i was kind of used to but i I kind of took that on as a challenge and i've really been enjoying the stuff we've been able to make here but i think that's that's honestly been a really helpful experience for me stylistically you know to just learn how to how to make stuff even in uncomfortable situations yeah i mean it's it's such a large city and you know if i moved out there right now i'd probably have no idea what to do oh totally i think a lot of people don't you know i think that's pretty pretty standard for people who move out here there's another question on here. This is more like a personal question for me, but what age did you start realizing or seeing, I'd say, like clients and brands actually reaching out to you? Um, I would say it's a very slow process over the years. It's not it's not like just I woke up one morning, I'm like, oh, great, got lots of, lots of work to do. But uh, I would say for the most part, over the last like three years, I would say it's definitely been on a steady incline in terms of not only how many, like the influx of projects, but also the quality of the projects. You know, I think over time, I really just want to be able to continue to get better quality projects hitting my inbox on a regular basis versus versus like a large quantity. You know, I don't really want to have to be shooting every single day for work if I don't have to, because I want to take some time to, you know, figure out where I want to, to take my business and to figure out where what avenue I want to go down. And I think that requires also a lot of time, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's that saying where it's, I forget who, 
exactly said that, but it's it's essentially like 90% of running a photography business is the business and 10% is actually taking pictures because I think it gets to a point where everyone can take roughly the same photo. Like where I'm at right now, I would say there's so many people in LA that are just as talented, if not way more talented than me. So it's it's a lot to do with how you market yourself and you know all the intangible stuff how you're able to present yourself and are you easy to work with can you take direction well you know all that kind of stuff is is extremely important and i would say almost more important than technicalities because it gets to a point where you can just hire people to help you with that stuff or you know over time you just learn how to do it but i would say from a business perspective definitely over the last three years or so it's it's gotten really really good in terms of the stuff i've been able to work on but it definitely wasn't always that way you know and it's it's not just like a like i said like a snap of the finger and all of a sudden you're shooting projects that you only dreamed of i think it's just a very slow moving process and if you can be okay with that cool stuff can happen yeah because i saw recently that you did a photo shoot for audi wasn't uh yeah so funny enough uh i I literally rented that car myself and put together that entire shoot by myself and uh, planning on sending it to Audi, but Audi didn't pay me to shoot it or anything. But that's, I think a common misconception is I get paid for everything that I share or the majority of it. And a lot of it is really just me making stuff that I know will get me hired. You know, yeah. I, I look at, I look at my portfolio, my body of work, and I realize that, Oh, like, you know, more automotive stuff would really elevate my work to a new level or cleaner portraits or more diversity or whatever it is, you know, like you, I try to look at my portfolio of work very regularly and see what needs to be added. And I very regularly uh, do what's called like spec shoots or test shoots, whatever you want to call it. And I put together some sort of mid, like I spend, I spend money on these shoots. I don't, I don't make money. It's almost the exact opposite. Um, But that's, that's like a big reason of why, you know, photographers that I admire and look up to, they get hired constantly because they have the work that a, a client might be looking for and they can instantly show what they're capable of in a very specific way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's something that I'm striving towards and I have been for a while now is just creating the work that I know will get me hired and, you know, merging that with like my my personal work, stuff that I would just typically shoot by my, you know, like just for fun. And I think, that's like the kind of work that I want to be making down the road is a mixture of the style of something I would shoot for fun, you know, but more commercial. So I'm like, that's kind of the direction I would say that that I'm heading. Uh, But in terms of brand stuff, a lot, a lot of it's like maybe 50, 50 for video and photo, photo work, but I hire out a lot of the video stuff. So I don't like actually shoot any of it or edit any of it. So I would say, photography stuff is still like kind of how I make most of most of my money but video stuff as well as like something that's like a growing part of my business yeah yeah because I saw that like you're like really actually getting into uh the YouTube stuff and like I've been like on YouTube for a while but I haven't really like done anything like you have with uh that stuff but I I really do like your videos they're really awesome thanks man yeah I think YouTube's really fun it's it's like a great outlet you know because you can I I just kind of looked at it as like a way to talk about whatever I want and hopefully people will be interested (laughs) but uh I'm trying to build a separate audience from my Instagram following just because I know that those are really two separate entity entities and like I see them as two separate audience bases. You know, at some point they might merge together, but I haven't really seen any sort of, like I, what I'm saying is the majority of people that follow me on YouTube, I don't think came from Instagram. They're just random people on YouTube. They might, a lot of people don't even know that I have like a big-ish Instagram account. It's pretty funny and vice versa. Yeah, like they're very different. They're very different audiences, I think. <laughs> What's your favorite camera? 
Uh, I have a couple of them probably. I'd say for work stuff, I just bought a Fuji GFX 100. That's that's a 102 megapixel medium format camera. Wow. And that's it's pretty amazing for any sort of commercial or advertising work. And it's cool because even if I put together a shoot like that Audi shoot and I shot the entire thing on that, like it looks like you know something you would get hired to do and i knew that that quality was what would help take my work to a new level um because i did feel like i just i know that a lot of the people that i know in la and friends that are shooting the kind of stuff that i'd want to get hired for down the line you know higher end commercial and advertising work they're all shooting it on like medium format for the most part or you know some of it's shot on like a 5d but i i just knew that like to buy something like that would take my work to a level that it hasn't been to yet. Um, so I re- I love that camera. It's it's amazing. The images are, are beautiful and really easy to edit. Um, but I would say also, I love shooting on the Mamiya 7 too. That's one of my favorite cameras as well. Uh, it's a rangefinder film camera, but it's yeah. like a six by seven negative. And I take that thing with me everywhere when me and my girlfriend go travel around and stuff. It's it's, it's pretty fun to shoot on that as well. So I guess two different cameras for two different, two different reasons. Yeah. Where, where do you go when you uh, just do your, like, fun video and uh, photo outings? Um, I walk around my neighborhood a lot. I walk around L.A. a lot. Like, I just, I, obviously not right now, but for, <laughs> typically I would. Uh, I, I love going on walks. And I find that, like, even if I'm not creating, like, you know, crazy, crazy work, like, it's training my eye to notice things on a daily basis has really helped, helped me as well. Um, but, yeah, we, me and my girlfriend go camping quite a bit. We definitely do our fair share of like traveling around California and we've done a decent amount of international stuff together and I'm fortunate enough to travel around a decent amount internationally for for work as well so that's 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 been amazing and I would say for for fun stuff though just road trip around California is it's pretty hard to beat for sure yeah because like Santa Barbara and all those uh, places oh, so. yeah they're awesome yeah Oh, Santa Barbara is amazing. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite places to go for sure. And it's only like an hour and a half from from my house, which is nice. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I was actually in the Rose Parade this year, and I I was out in LA for a little bit. Oh, nice. And uh, golly, I like fell in love with the town like right when I got there. That's awesome. It's it's pretty pretty fun. It's it's hard not to. California is very charming, you know. Yeah. It's uh, this is very very enjoyable for sure. Another question that uh, some people uh, gave me to ask was, uh, how long should you uh, sh- like start shooting for free until you like charge money for your shoots? Totally. Um, great question. Uh, I would say for the most part, um, it's a very subjective. It depends on where you're at and what you want to be doing. And I think you have to regularly ask yourselves those kinds of questions. That's the most important thing, first and foremost. But after that, I would say taking all of that into account, especially where you want to be. You know, if you can have like an end goal, you can have a better idea of how you how you might want to get there. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I think, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because it's. I feel like everyone's career is so different. You know, I don't want to give. There's not really any sort of like standard advice necessarily. But I would say, for the most part, if you feel like a, a project could benefit you in ways that aren't necessarily monetarily, you know, like you're not making money off of it, but maybe you want to build a relationship with a client or like maybe you want to add something to your portfolio and it makes a lot of sense. Or maybe you want to just shoot for this brand and they don't have a ton of money, but it's, it's enough to where, you know, it's, it's worth it for you. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that is good to good to ask yourself on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, but I would say it's, it's definitely, it's definitely very subjective. You know, it's, it's whatever kind of feels right. You know, if you've, 
obviously if you're shooting bigger stuff and you're not getting paid enough, like that's a whole nother question. But I think if you got, you're looking at it from the, the perspective of, uh, I am looking to get hired for this and I, there's no money available, then you might want to look at your work and see like what your work is speaking for. And a lot of the time you can really, you know, how much money you can ask for, for any given project definitely depends on like what you can do. Mm-hmm. And if you already have like, you know, stuff in your portfolio that shows what you can do, you're more likely going to obviously probably going to be able to charge more than you, than you would otherwise. Yeah. So I think it's good to regularly ask yourself, ask yourself those questions and figure out where, where you're at and where you want to be. And, you know, also ask yourself on a, you know, a case by case basis, you know, what, what am I looking to get out of this and is it worth it? Another one of my questions on here was, uh, what's a key thing to know, like when you're beginning your journey in photography? I would say definitely don't expect things to happen overnight. I think in this age of YouTube and, you know, tons of different articles written every single day and videos about how you can do this and how you can do that. And it's the video is only 10 minutes. You know, you think that you can just accomplish this in a matter of days. But the reality is everything takes so much time to build something that's like worth anything, you know, and to build something that you're proud of and to, you know, just build something like something more like, you know, more robust, you know, it's not, it's not fragile. Like, you know, you have multiple components to your business and all that fun stuff. But I think for the most part, it's really about figuring out what is important to you and like what, what you see yourself doing down the road and what you, what you feel like you can, you can do to fit in in terms of what's your own unique vision that you're going to be bringing to this. You don't want to base your entire business model off of just copying somebody else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that there's a lot of that now, obviously I'm not saying that I'm excluded from that. I think it's just, there's so much out there. It's almost, it's almost, when you think about it, it's like what hasn't been created yet, you know, but at the, at the end of the day, like the really, really talented people in my mind are people that are making stuff regularly. That's interesting and well thought out. And you can tell when something has like a lot of thought put behind it versus like someone just, you know, decided to run and gun and see what they can do. Yeah. And I think it's really good to put a lot of intention behind everything that you do. You know, if you're going to commit to something, commit to it. And I think, you know, you probably realize that like a lot of this is really just like, you know, mindsets. And I, I really do believe that like having a good mindset about all this can take you a lot farther than anything else, because at the end of the day, you're going to be able to learn how to take pictures. You're going to be, you're going to learn how to edit. You're going to learn how to, you know, email properly, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, like it's these little things that like really can separate you from, from the rest of the photographers out there. Yeah. And it's, I think it's just really important to figure out for one, what, you want to be doing and also you know understand that it's not just going to happen overnight i think is is a really big takeaway that i think something that i thought would happen in the very very beginning you know i was like oh like well nothing's moving very fast but at the end of the day you have to really enjoy the process you know if you can enjoy what you do then you're going to be so much happier in the long run Mm -hmm. because if this stuff doesn't happen right away at least you have something to fall back onto that provides you joy and you know gets you out of bed in the morning that's that's super important you know it, it really allows you to be excited about little things versus like just waiting for the the big highs in your career and you know riding those because they don't happen very often yeah so it's really important to be excited about you know the process versus just like the end result you know yeah what was your first camera like besides the the iphone 5 what was your first like actual camera um, I had a Nikon D3100, so that was a 
while back. I bought it at Best Buy. I was probably 15. Um, it's like 600 bucks, just like a kit lens on it. And I rocked that for, for many a years until I got a 5D Mark II. And that, I remember when I first shot a full frame photo, it was like unbelievable. Like, <laughs> how, how, like, you know, going from like an APS-C to a full frame, I was like, wow, this is just so beautiful. I see one of your, one of your other questions on here, upgrading, upgrading your camera. I would say it's, you know, once you feel like something is limiting you, then then you can consider to upgrade. But like at the same time, like the nice thing about 2020 is in the 21st century is every camera is amazing and you don't really have to worry about upgrading stuff very regularly. I would say, you know, I, I say this and I, I, I buy and sell cameras like hotcakes all the time, but I, I, I re- what I really mean by that is what I, do I actually need to do that? Absolutely not. You know, you can get by with just very, very minimal stuff nowadays, which is, which is super nice. Yeah. Cause you used a, one uh, DX before you bought the, uh, Fuji, right? Yeah. I had a one DX Mark II for a long time. Uh, I used that thing for many years and that's kind of the bread and butter of everything that I did, but I was pretty tired of shooting on a DSLR. I yeah. Once I shot, once I shot mirrorless, then I was just like, all right, this is, I'm done with, I'm done with DSLRs. So I have a Canon USR as well, which, which I do enjoy. Um, and I use that for all my YouTube stuff. And if I don't need the 102 megapixels, which a lot of the time I don't, or I don't feel like lugging it around, then uh, the USR takes amazing photos as well. So it's a, it's a great camera. Any, anything mirrorless, I, I definitely enjoy. This is probably a question from the viewers, but um, what is the best like starter camera, like in this uh, like today? Yeah, I would say. Hmm, I mean, without the cliche answer of the best one that you <laughs> is the one that you have with you, I would say you know any anything that you can afford. I wouldn't. I would definitely say afford. You know, get the best that you can afford. I mean, always. You know it's probably worth it to buy something a little bit more expensive if you have the money, but at the same time, don't stress yourself thin. You know, I don't, I don't not partial to any brand anymore. Like I think I used to care so much about the different brands, but it's really just about what I can use to get the job done. Yeah. Um, that being said though, I think anything really that's again, going back to it, there's not really any bad cameras anymore. Like they're all good. Sony's Nikon's Canon's Fuji's, you know, every, everything is, is amazing now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say, you know what, whatever, whatever you can afford, you know, that, that's as, as simple as that sounds. I don't really necessarily have a recommendation, you know, can, anything, any sort of used Canon or Nikon DSLR is probably going to be a great option if you're just looking to do photos. But I think in today's world now, everybody wants to do photos and videos, you know, so maybe you go with like a Sony mirrorless, you know, there's, there's just so many options. You know, it's more just about like what you're looking to use it for. And then you can kind of base your, base your opinions off that. Luckily there's, millions of youtube videos on every single camera you could ever want to know about so yeah, see, <laughs> it's pretty the, easy to find something that's the crazy thing nowadays is because you can actually like go on the internet search up like a camera and search up all the specs on it and like you know back totally. in the day you wouldn't be able to do that oh totally yeah it's, it's pretty crazy what is something that you wish you did like in the beginning of your photography like business um, i guess business-wise or I mean, either way. Okay. Um, I would say, hmm, I think the importance of a website is something that I wish I knew more of when I first started. I think having a really good website is super key. It's how I get hired a lot for photography stuff. Just being able to display your work in a way that, you know, makes sense and that people can, can vibe with is I think super important. Um, 
I would also say definitely not stressing about gear too much. I would really stress about the creative process and like think about what you want to be making and try to make stuff that, you know, has some sort of value and intention behind it. That's easier said than done. Obviously it takes a long time to make stuff that, you know, has a lot of intention and is well thought out, but the more and more that you can put, you know, time and energy into, pro- into projects, especially right now, now is the literal perfect time to be thinking about what you want to be doing. Yeah. Um, because we have so much of it, you know, and I think really putting some thought into what you want, what, what you want to get out of it, you know, what, what are your motives? You know, hopefully your motives aren't just to, to make money because you're going to be pretty disappointed. Um, but, you know, like find some sort of, like, what do you enjoy? You know, like what's, what, what's your enjoyment out of all this? What's, what, what's the most exciting thing to you? Those are all stuff that I would definitely ask myself, you know? I, I feel that because, you know, I, I continuously ask myself every day kind of like what I want out of my photography. Like what is it, what does it need to make the viewer feel, I guess? Totally. Yeah, I think I think going after a feeling is, is a great a great option because it really allows you to like try to connect with whoever's looking at your images, you know? Yeah, because images can be, I mean, they can make you feel more than, you know, just how an, a normal image makes you feel, I guess. Totally. Yeah, absolutely, man. What's your favorite lens? Favorite lens? Um, hmm, I would say maybe I'll just keep it generic in terms of focal length. I, I love anything resembling a 35 millimeter focal length, but I also really enjoy like a more of a tight focal length, like an 85 or something like that. Um, I think having a tight and a, a little bit of a wider shot is, is, is a great idea. You know, mm-hmm. it allows you to be able to capture a scene and a couple different angles. And that those are the lenses that I tend to tend to lean towards for sure. Yeah. You use the 24 millimeter a couple of times too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I used to have a 24 to 70. I, I sold it. Uh, I don't love Zoom, so I don't have to use them. I'd rather use primes, but yeah. you know, sometimes you don't have that luxury. So. <laughs> yeah, because I actually use a, uh, a 30 millimeter, surprisingly. Uh, it's okay, like nice. this uh, Sigma like art one that I found, and it's for APS-C cameras, and man, it's a beast. I love it. That's awesome. That's probably like a 50 mil equivalent or something like that. Yeah. 45? Yeah, that's perfect. Roughly. What medium do you think is the best way to put yourself out there? Medium in terms of... Like a social media kind of thing. Um, I don't really know if there's any right answer to that, honestly. I think it's just, it's good to get your stuff out there. Um, I don't really think you should necessarily rely on one platform to make or break you, you know, like, because it'll probably not work out <laughs> just speaking from my experience. Like, yeah. I think I was kind of like on this last wave of people that like somehow where I was able to make like a photography career off Instagram, but now I'm almost trying to stay off of it as, as much as I can in terms of like, I don't want to rely on it to make me money. You know, I don't want to have to just rely on doing sponsored posts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I want to solidify more of a career if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I do think like having stuff like YouTube and Instagram is, is, is great. You know, it's a, it's a great way to get, get your stuff out there. And the cool thing is that so many people like take that and run with it, you know, and, and apply it to, to other aspects and other, other avenues of life, which is, which is cool. It's a great like building block starting point. Yeah. Um, so do you have anything to, uh, tell everyone before you leave? You know, if you're not enjoying what, 
if you're not enjoying photography, just as it is, then you're probably doing the wrong thing. You know, you gotta, you gotta really enjoy the simple things in order to have any sort of longevity with what you do. And if you can find enjoyment in that, then, you know, everything else is just going to be supplementary, which is great because it's going to allow you to really just enjoy the entire process of it, you know, but I would honestly say, you know, like, especially for young people that are listening out there, like just, you're never going to be more motivated than you are right in this moment. You know, it's only going to get less and less motivating to do things through life. So, you know, the, the younger that you can get started, the better. And there's no reason that you can't get started right now. You know, like just with simple stuff, I would say start with working your way through senior portraits and weddings and starting with that stuff is, is it a, is a fantastic way to start making a little bit of income on the side and being able to afford new equipment and all that stuff, you know, I get that. I think that's like a fantastic way to get started. And then it's really just asking yourself very regularly what you want to be doing and how you're going to get there, you know, and make like logical steps on how to get there. Not just like a, a big overnight plan that probably won't work. You know, it's, it's really just manageable steps that will, that will help you. I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on. Like this really actually means a lot to me because uh, yeah, no you're, you're a really awesome photographer. So I appreciate you coming on. No problem at all, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of For the Amateurs. Next episode, we will be talking to at YK on Instagram. I'll see you guys in the next one.